0: I really want to know what the back of it looks
1: like. Why are you so into the backs of things? What are you doing with your toys? Just put it on a shelf and look at the front.
0: This is just my new favorite toy. I want to buy a million of them and just line them on my wall. This is like the worst thing I've ever seen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is super creepy, too.
0: Well, I know what George is going to (laughs) say.
2: What is George going to say?
1: What am I going to say? I don't
2: know. Hey, Toy Family, welcome to the Marsham Toy Hour where we discuss anything and everything designer toys. I'm Gary Hamm. I'm Teresa Hawkins.
1: I'm George Gaspar.
2: Do you guys know who I went and saw last night?
1: Black I heard.
2: No, not Black Panther. <laughs> no, Kyle Curwin. He was driving through Phoenix, and so I met him up over at the uh, casino. And uh, I brought them pizza and we sat in their RV eating pizza and talking for like three hours. It was awesome. You got to go in the RV? I got to go in the RV. Dope. I saw it. So wait, they were parked at a casino? Yeah. Well, there's only so many places you can park your RV for free. So they just found a place that was near my work that they could park the RV and just happened to be a casino. So I don't think that's where they're going to stay for the night. So it was awesome. We just sat and uh, ate pizza, drank some tea. you know what I'm saying. Oh
0: goodness. (laughs) That kind of tea, I got
2: you. No, he did not drink any tea, but they did have a strawberry margarita on hand for me, so that was nice. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't drink it though, but well anyways, last recording uh, we were just kind of touching base that Toy Fair was going to be coming up. At the time of the recording, we had not seen anything, but we told everyone to sort of pay attention to social media. And anyone who's not familiar, Toy Fair was held in New York. It's the event where all the big toy companies go to show product and future stuff coming out. They hope to make contact with buyers and all that sort of good stuff. So we will touch base on kind of what we saw a little bit at the event. If you haven't seen anything, we will try our best to – describe it and make this as entertaining as possible but it would really help if you're at least a little familiar with what was seen on social media especially from Kid Robot and Super 7 so did you guys pay attention to social media did you see everything that's going to be coming out
0: yeah I saw a ton it was like news explosion which was awesome which It's so it's so fun to always suddenly see like oh a picture of that Ooh, look at that Ooh, that's cool
2: what's that <laughs> Ooh, it's ah. fun no, it was really fun to watch. It's, it's there was not a lot of people from our toy industry there. It's like toy fair is not open to the general public, so it's mainly toy uh, industry professionals, retailers, um, press representatives and stuff like that. So it's not just, you know, anyone and everyone can go. So the few people that did attend it from our industry were good about uh, taking photos and sharing it to their Instagram accounts and all that sort of stuff. So it was fun seeing um, every few hours just to check in and see what was posted, look at the hashtags, and it seemed like every few days, even daily it seemed like people were holding back stock to show something new every day. So that was really, it was a lot of fun. And I don't remember a time where Toy Fair has ever been really pertinent in our, in our um, toy scene. So I think in the last couple of years, now that Kid Robot's doing it in and, and Super 7, it's finally in an event that I can get excited about because I never really paid much attention to Toy Fair prior to these last couple of years. So it was fun seeing all the leaks and stuff that they were showing.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's really fun, especially when you've heard, like, pieces of this or, oh, we've heard that thing's coming, but we haven't actually seen it. And this is, like, the chance to actually see a something that's not a vector or just a word yeah. floating in the air. You actually get to see pictures of what these things are going to be. So... I think it's
2: super exciting. Yeah, and you just mentioned Vector Art, and one thing that we were talking about a couple weeks ago, actually, it was Kyle Kerwin, when he was on, he had mentioned that for his Leak and sneak Peek that Scott Tollson was curating a new Dunny series called uh, City Cryptids, and at the time, we thought we were the A-holes talking about something that maybe we shouldn't have because you guys saw the leaks on some kid robot fan group or something like that, and uh, so we talked about it, Uh, we didn't talk about it too much because it was only the Vector Art but um, so now here we are, two weeks later at Toy Fair. They're actually showing the the first um, samples of the product. So um, we did get to see a few of the figures in the series, and uh, they look good. They, I was, I had mixed feelings to be honest. But I think, I
0: think part of it for me is because the this series in general is not really aimed towards my design aesthetic. I mean, yeah. it's not. <laughs> It's not exactly a cute series, so that, that lack like, of cute makes it a little hard for me to get on board with the design, so that, that is, that's 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 kind of my personal disclaimer on the series, is that in general, I think it's going to be a hard sell for someone like me. But yeah, I mean, it was super fun to see some non-vectors finally, and it seems like there's a lot of accessories, which is pretty cool, Um lots of exploration.
2: A lot of sculpting on some of them.
0: Yeah, a lot of lot of sculpting exploration but some though i don't know did you see them george
1: uh i saw a few pop up here and there i this is probably a series that i'm gonna collect like this is one that i really like a lot of the designs in
2: See, not, so I want to know and not more like Teresa where most of them probably don't appeal to me because I just tend to yeah. keep, I'm saying they're they're nice I think it was well curated and well done but it just doesn't appeal to me but I think the one that I will definitely be hunting down would be Candy Bolton's piece. I love the is it Kitsune? That piece looks Kitsuni? incredible to me. Kitsune? And that's the one when we were talking with Kyle Kernwan about which one do we think is going to get, you know, upscale to a five inch or an eight inch to kind of complement the, the smaller series. And I think it's going to be Candy's because I feel like that's like I feel like it's the standout of the series.
1: Now which which one is that one? Let me see if I can look at the picture. The
2: white box, George.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That one's cool.
2: That
0: one is ridiculous. The sculpt on it is crazy. But what's really cool about that one is not only do they get a really detailed, unique sculpt with the fox face coming out of the dunny and the fox ears kind of wrapping around the dunny ears but on the back of the figure it's like a surprise detail and what would it be what would it be gary like a japanese woman in like traditional garments sounds good kind of a thing sounds good um I, <laughs> that's the best way i can describe it but it's really cool so it's one of those dunnies that kind of have a front side backside thing going on but i know there was you know some conversation in the stomping ground about is it too much sculpt that kind of takes it away from being a Dunny? But I personally still feel like there's enough touches of a Dunny there
2: that I really like it, and I think it's completely the, the sculpting new sculpt the whole nice. thing, huh? Yeah, the whole thing—arms, body, head—I mean, everything is completely new sculpt. Yeah, I think a lot of the Dunny purists have problems with that. They just feel like you're they're starting to lose the platform at that point. Like even. Even the ears are heavily covered up with sculpt. You almost can't tell it's a dunny unless you're familiar with the form. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that
1: one as a dunny.
2: Yeah, but it's definitely my favorite, and like, and that's the problem with seeing the vectors so early because I did not even know from the vectors that, that it was a fox. Like, I, I just didn't make it out. It was also a low res image, so. It really shocked me when I saw the the, the final sculpt and the reveal. It looked—I think it looks great. Yeah. So you don't you don't think it's Dunny enough, George?
1: No. That, as a Dunny, that's not a great figure. Just because there's not a Dunny on it, there's not a piece of Dunny in it. Yeah, it's, there in the, is. it's in the general size of a Dunny, but it's not in any way, shape, or form the shape of a Dunny. I
0: don't know. I I see the Dunny.
1: I mean, a, one of those one of those. Uh, What's that figure that's – like they do the Doctor Who version and it's supposed to be like – it's like the Dunny shape but with like a different head. That's more – those are more Dunny than that thing.
2: Yeah, it's interesting when you end up going that sculpting route. Now, I know – I've heard people that have sort of taken issue with it because they almost feel like it's going too far. Like why not just do an original sculpt series instead of just – having to work with the the dunny platform anymore yeah i mean i'd
1: rather it to me if like i like the sculpted stuff on dunnies when it's like a piece of it like i like a head if the head is a little bit different and it's got a sculpted head that's cool or if you want to do the thing where you leave the arms off or you you know you do something like that but like the body should stay like you got to keep the dunny body at least like that's the core of the dunny yeah like, if you're going to change the body, you got to keep the head. Or if you're going to change the head, you got to keep the body. Like, changing the whole thing is just, that's just a minifigure now. Yeah, I, no, gotcha. I can see that.
2: Because usually that's what they yeah. do. Usually it's just a new head sculpt or a body. It's, it's rarely is it the whole thing. And she got the whole thing. And so did Skinner. Skinner's is another one that got full new sculpt.
1: Which one's his? Yeah, oh, his is that the Sasquatch one? The Sasquatch one. I'm, I'm curious
2: I, what I, you I, think, George. Do you I like that?
1: that? I, I love Skinner, but I hate that. That's not a dunny. It doesn't even have the hand shape of a dunny. It's not at least the the fox one. He's in like the the pose of the hands is at least the pose of a dunny, even though it's not dunny hands. The Skinner one, the hands are open. It's not even a dunny, it's that's in no way, shape, or form a dunny. But it's got the it's two. Just I, the it's just a Sasquatch with bad hair. It's got the two bumps on his head, so it's a dunny. Yeah, but they're not even. tall. No. Like, it's terrible. I,
0: it, I for sure see like with candies. I still see pieces of a Dunny. I agree, and I see, you know, as you talk through it, George, how it really is very little, so like a Dunny. But yeah, Skinner's is just there's no Dunny there at all. I, I, this is just so far apart from like what I collect that I look at it and I'm just like you, like.
2: <laughs> I think the term was. Like, you, I said, "What do you think?" And you're like, "Barf." Yeah, like it's it's just gross, like. <laughs> But I think I think it's I think that's what it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed right. to be ugly and crude looking. do you think so George? Right.
1: I don't know like I don't even think it looks like Skinner stuff to me. No. like I don't see that and think Skinner. like maybe it's just there's something in the details not caught right or something, but like I don't know I don't when I look at that it doesn't scream Skinner to me. I think that the you know what there's a picture of it behind it, and I think maybe it's just the sculpting is bad.
0: yeah because the vector the vector for this one looks a lot
1: different and it looks cooler like a lot cooler
2: yeah well to be fair these are i think the first production samples so they're just samples so the artist can still make revisions and stuff i don't know if they can make revisions to the sculpt at this point but there's definitely gonna be room for improvement
1: no but you can you can jazz it up and paint
2: yeah I would expect you know some slight revisions or modifications come actual release time, but I think we got a good enough sense for for the series. Like um, we were talking about the Terry McPherson one not being a Dunny, and now we know, and now we know it's essentially it's a modified Raffy, so it's not a Dunny at all. Which yeah, I is,
1: it's, you, it's kind of strange to have it all part of a Dunny series. Is it? But is it called a Dunny series? Like does it say?
2: Yes. Yeah, it's called a it Dunny series. Dunny series. Which I'm if I see I'm not a loyalist in that regard. Like I don't it doesn't matter to me. I mean if she had to use that platform to, to pull off the Nessie, I mean I guess that's what had to be done. Like I don't care. I would much rather see a multi artist series where artists can use kind of like what Amanda Visel did with the, the Ferals, where they can use a money or a tricky or a, whatever else they need to do to pull off yeah. their design better rather than but it when i get where people are kind of complaining that it's not a dunny i get it but
0: here's the thing though with ferroes they didn't call it a dunny series because that's not what it was and the thing that's weird to me is we've seen four-legged dunnies where they take the dunny form and attach kind of the the body with the two legs to the back of it true and i'm just i don't know it's intriguing to me that that wasn't explored instead
2: yeah, I, I might have liked that more if they kind of did the satire body that I think it was I right. did in the past. And, uh...
0: There was also the one, the night from like the chess series, the oh, auto yeah. did. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they, they have ones they've done re- more recently. I'm just surprised that that wasn't, maybe it was explored or maybe she, you know, just like it seems like there were a lot of liberties taken and for certain artists here, like the, the sculpts and stuff, you know, even more so than we've seen with, you know, more recent ones that have happened in the past. So maybe this was kind of, you know, her vision and what she wanted. It's just that, that to me is the, I think the most surprising one,
2: because it's
0: just not even an attempt to use the dotting frame at all. But I mean, it is still in like, like you're saying, Gary, the, Kid robot style of utilizing one of their characters um, who, as a base.
1: Did, I, I have a question on two of them. Who did the Wendigo? Because I love that one.
0: Yeah, do you think the mask is removable,
2: George? Uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, everything can be removed. <laughs> Whether it's supposed to be or not, I don't know.
2: But I saw the back yeah. side of it. It doesn't look like there's any sort of paint app on the face. So I don't know why you would remove the mask unless maybe the, the face application is going to come at a later time but yeah because it's got love, a little look
0: it's got a little string on it like it could be removed but yeah i i really like that one too george i like i like the paint style on it and i like the blue but it is see-through my only knock on that is you see the head connector when you see it from the back but that's me being picky
1: yeah but you're not going to display it from the back so don't worry about it um <laughs> <laughs> then there's one that has weird like spaghetti fingers what, what is that one?
2: Spaghetti fingers. I'm not familiar enough with like the cryptid world to know which, what that one is. I know which one you're describing, but I don't know who designed it and what it's uh, supposed to be.
1: I am not a fan of that one at all. Again, Are you talking like,
0: about the purple and yellow one, George? Yeah. It's like snotting out of its nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. Who? is. Let's look at the list.
1: I don't even know what that thing is supposed to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know who either artist is for either of
2: those. Yeah, I don't. I'm not familiar, or I can't instantly recognize you, it. All right.
1: Um. Well, let's yeah. move on
2: then. I understand what Chris was talking about. We had Chris Ryndyak on last week, and he was talking about how his is he's more like line art, and he needs. I really wish his piece had some sculpting, at least in the face. I know he got um, an accessory with the mouth, man, wings, and everything, but I feel like his piece. I, I think it really needed some sculpt assist in the head
0: yeah i think it just would have had more of his feel because that's just how his characters typically are is like the mouth especially has like a really especially in sculpting form kind of that fun little crumpled mouth look and i know it's it's the interpretation of that from a print form but i do think if he had had the chance to get a sculpt it would have made it just even better to have that element as a part of it
2: yeah, of course. I'm sure most people who are designing for Dunnies would like to have that additional sculpted element, but but you can't. I mean, these things have a financial budget to work within. There's constraints. You can't have, you know, production values so high that you can't distribute them at a you know, at a wholesale price. So there are some constraints, and I, I imagine that's the difficulty part about being a creative director or a curator on one of these series is knowing, you know, who gets the sculpt, who gets an accessory, who just gets deco straight only, and. And, um, you know like I feel like you know Chris has benefited from the the accessory of the mothman wings and I think Scott's you know he's got he got two accessories with the hair and the and the collar but now that we've seen the seriously silly sculpt of his kappa it's like it's hard to look at the the dunny and just flat deco because we know how good the sculpt looked with that piece. And that's just the problem with the evolution of the Dunning, with all this additional sculpting and stuff. It's something that we're being accustomed to as collectors, and so we know where it could go. And so it's difficult to just sometimes just see uh, the flat deco.
0: Yeah. I do have to say, though, that the Nessie, it's growing on me. It's really cute.
2: <laughs> I, I really like that one. I, I, yeah. I think the colors look great. It looks pretty true to to uh, Terry McPherson's work. I, the legs at first still feel a little too looks like something my kids would add to like something they sculpted. It feels very play toy I wish it had more of a seamless connection into the body rather than just looking like yeah. these, these added on attachments. But no, I, I, I actually do really like that one.
1: Where are you seeing good yeah. pictures of that one? Cause I haven't,
2: uh, if you well, go,
1: go on, it. forget it. Yes. Got it.
0: Banky's got some, but, um, I don't
1: like it, not a Donnie. Sorry. Moving on.
0: <laughs> well, it, it's not a Dunny. It does, it's weird to be in a Dunny series, but if you put that aside, it's cute. And I agree, Gary. The legs are just a little mushy. Yeah. So I don't know. That's probably of all the ones in there, the one I would want.
1: All right. Well, why don't you can have that one.
2: Sweet. All right, I'll take it, George. <laughs> what, do I, what do I get, George? Do I get the Katsum?
1: You're gonna have spaghetti hands.
2: No, I don't want spaghetti hands. I want uh, I want Candy's piece.
1: Yeah, you can no. have that. I don't, I don't care for that one.
2: Sweet. Not <sighs> Thanks, buddy. Okay, fine. Anyways, let's move on. So speaking of Tarek McPherson, she is actually having another all-original series produced by Kid Robot. We saw this at Toy Fair. It's called the Stellar Dream Scouts. We only saw the box artwork for it, but it looks great. It looks like something I'm definitely going to pick up. I actually own her 2009 minifigure series produced by Kid Robot. It was called Gamma Mutant Space Friends. So I own those. So I'm hoping that the new series is going to be into the same scale to match that series. Um, I'm liking that they're going to build out Terra's world, and excited for these. I, I want to, a lot of these. Yeah,
0: I really like it. So I, it, I had seen kind of a box reveal, and then my plastic cart came in and revealed some more photos in just a case. You can actually see uh, photos of the different ratios and mm-hmm. vectors on the box. Yep. But yeah, like I, I don't know. I kind of am digging too. I really like the animals in the series especially. There's this little... So of course there's a white polar bear with a little pink heart on the chest. So obviously that's the one that I flock to. <laughs> you're, but. So,
2: you're so, Teresa, you're so <laughs> simple. I feel like anyone could design a toy that you would buy. Just put two dots for eyes, a cute little smiley face, or a heart and you're sold. It's, it's it, that simple.
0: It, it, it really is, which is dangerous because... <laughs> It's not that hard to do. You could just do that. And yes, I will want it. And it's adorable. I mean, it's cute. I like the colors. And it's a ratio that's easy to get. But yeah, I I really like it. And I also agree, Gary. I think, you know, I've I've seen the size of that 2009 series, and I like it. They're quite small, and I like small things. Yeah.
2: And one one of them, my favorite in the series in that 2009 series is George the Vampire. And it looks like George the Vampire is going to be in – this new stellar dream scout series. So that's interesting. A duplicate figure, kind of. I'm Repeat. sure, I'm yeah, sure I there's it. differences, but still kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Do you have any of these George? This old school series?
1: Um, I have that. Uh, I've had it on my desk since I got it too, with those little, it was like two balloons and a little tiny mound.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: That's the only one I kept from that line. That yeah, those, cute, these though. pictures, I'd probably get that little angry mountain.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that guy too. I I'd like, like the angry one
0: and I like the pink happy one.
2: <laughs> I like it a lot of these. I'll probably pick up probably at least i won't get a case but i'll probably want I'll probably pick up at least half of them loose <coughs> bless you bless you <coughs> sorry bless
1: you. not find my mute button <laughs> <That's
2: all right. laughs> Oh we're keeping it real. Um, I, I, would you guys like to see Kid Robot doing more original miniseries like this? Because they used to do quite a bit of original series uh, back in the past, and then it seems like they kind of went mainly Dunny platform series. But, you know, this year we saw uh, Dark Harbor, and then now we're seeing this series with Terry McPherson. Would you like to see more original series like this? Versus like
0: Dunny's?
2: Yeah. It's, we're seeing a lot of Dunny series, which is great. I like seeing that. But at the same time, in addition to that, would you like to see more like minifigure series. Because Kid Robot used to do original minifigure series a lot back in the past. I mean, they had a bunch. Uh, Doma Acid Sweeties, uh, the Critter Splitters, they had series with um, Tato and Peskimo, a bunch of different artists doing original designs. And I would like to see more of that, but I would like to see it also done with multi-artist series. And I can't really think of too many that come to mind that are like that. I mean, the only one I can think of, I mean, I guess maybe the Vinyl Artist Gotcha series are doing that today, but that's not really like a box series. I'm thinking like, remember the Vivisec playset that Strange Code do- did back in the day?
0: Oh, yeah. That could be yeah. cool.
1: I-, I love that set. That was so cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think doing stuff like this like allows the artist to kind of bring their vision to life maybe a bit better if they like having that, you know, flexibility to not have to design to a certain platform.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: This lets them kind of do their own thing. I definitely would love to see more of this. I feel like you don't see it a whole lot lately, at least from Kid Robot. So I'm all for more miniseries. Or yeah, the mixed series idea. That sounds really cool. It's like a Vivisect Take-Two or something like that.
2: Yeah, I, I, I totally don't see it. That'd be cool. But yeah, these...
0: I keep looking at the picture trying to decide how big the box is in the hand to get an idea if the figures are going to be small. Um, I hope they are. I want teeny. I really want... Okay, so, George, if you get the little happy mountain with the cute little tooth and you don't want it... I want to build, like, a little happy mountain thing, like, by my desk, and I can put little animals, like, living in the mountains. I'll build, like, a little scene.
1: Done. I just want two of the angry mountains put next to my strolls.
0: All right, so if I get angry... I'll swap it your way. If you get happy, I'll gladly take it.
2: George, if I get the Angry Mountain one, I'll send it to you. I don't want it. And, uh, Teresa, if I get the Happy One, ha, I want it. I'm keeping it. Oh, <laughs> fine, Gary. <laughs> I'm not sharing with you. All right, so moving on. Some other um, Dunny releases that we're seeing. A lot of and One of them was – let's see. Which one should we touch on?
1: Talk about that Devil one.
2: Oh, Yeah. The arcane one. From the arcane divination series. I'm not sure. Was it God Machine? Is he the one responsible for this eight inch uh, devil?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yes.
2: I mean, that thing looks nuts.
0: Oh my gosh. It's the wingspan. Like those horns are ridiculous, but like in the best way possible.
1: Now, do you think, is it an eight inch dunny or a five inch dunny making it eight inches with the horns?
2: Hmm. That's a good question. I think it's going to be an eight inch Dunny and it's probably stands 14 inches tall with the addition of those horns. Yeah,
1: that's awesome because that thing is so freaking cool. I need one of those.
2: It's impressive that they got it to balance because I imagine that was a little tricky for them.
1: It doesn't look like it should stand at all.
2: Yeah. You think the horns are hollow? Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're hollow. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. Okay. But they're engineered really well, like the way that it's balanced from the back to the front and everything. So it's really well done. But the figure itself, I mean, it's not for me, but I think it's for those who will like it. They're going to love it.
0: Yeah. Was this the so I know there was a three inch version of it. Um, wasn't the three inch version in the series like really hard to get a hold of? Wasn't it one of the rare chases? I have no idea. I think it was it was one of those ones i remember people in groups trying to hunt down and i don't know if it's just because it was a really awesome dunny or because of its rarity or maybe both but i think a lot of people are going to be really into this i mean it's ridiculously massive so you're going to need some like good space to stick this baby on but it's very cool
1: i just want to see it repainted as legend as legend what's that the tim curry movie i don't remember that one. Oh my god just google tim curry legend <laughs> Do that right now.
2: Tim Curry legend. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this, yeah. Okay.
0: This is why <laughs> I don't know, George. I was negative two. <laughs> 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 hmm. I didn't exist when this was came came out, but yeah. Now that I see the picture of him, totally that'd be
2: hilarious. Customize and this it.
1: This is this is the first movie that we're gonna do. We talked about introducing you to movies.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch Legend. So your
1: your homework for this month, for the month of well, I guess we missed January, but your homework for February, it's before the end of February. You have to watch Legend.
0: Okay, I can do that. You know, I'm I'm so glad you remembered. I forgot about our movie challenge idea. I'll have to come up with something for you all is this gonna like give me nightmares no <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> and it's it's got a ton of people in it like it's time to- it's a tom cruise movie
2: oh really God, yeah I don't, I don't remember this movie at all
1: all right gary you also have to watch legend
2: <laughs> yeah i might have skipped this. and i'm gonna
1: watch like it just for fun. Childhood.
2: huh okay i'll watch it all right i'm keeping I'm keeping
0: my tab open so I don't forget about it. I'll have to figure
1: out out how I can watch it. uh, Tom Cruise's teeth, too. (laughs)
2: Um, Okay, so I guess the Marsham movie of the month is going to be Legend. So if you haven't seen it already, give it a watch. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about it in a couple weeks. All oh, let's get back to talking about the dunnies that we saw at Toy Fair. So we were just talking about the 8-inch God Machine one, and another we saw another 8-inch box art revealed. It's going to be Dr. A. He's just coming off of having a 5-inch dunny. So now he's going to be getting another 8-inch dunny, and it's called the Cognition Enhancement Engine. Um, not exactly sure which one this is, but congrats to Dr. A for having a couple dunnies produced this year. And um, were there any other 8-inch dunnies shown? Yes, Gary, the Plush. Oh, that's, that's right! Yeah, that was a standout of Toy Con for me. Like when I saw that, I actually gasped because it looks so cool. I love it. And Did that, you see that
0: one, George? I thought he said gasped, but I think you said gasped.
2: You, it can be both ways. I was aghast <laughs> no, and I is gasped. One a fart, the other a breath. Well, okay, well, I, I, I breathed. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad I could be the butt of your guys' jokes. But seriously, <laughs> I love this piece. I mean, it's so – it's beautiful. I just love it. Anyone who hasn't seen it yet, I think to describe it, it's like a hard, clear outer shell. And on the inside of the dunny is these plush inner. So you got different body parts um, with happy faces on them. Just real adorable. It's actually got little plush bones for the ears, which I like because when Jason Freeney did his dissected dunny, there were no bones in the ears, and I felt that that, that was missing. So it's great to see the addition of bones in the ear this time around. And uh, another thing I really like about this piece is it's really ironic the fact that it's the inside is something that you just want to hug and squish, but you can't because the hard outer shell will prevent you from doing so. I like that. It's
0: painful, though. I just want to touch it, Gary, especially the brain. The brain looks all fuzzy and soft. Yeah. yeah. And it's got what. that cute little worm, the little green worm coming out of it. A little brain like worm. an earworm. Yeah. Or an earworm, maybe.
2: I don't know, but it's cute.
1: When I get mine and I break it open, I'll send you the inside.
2: Why are you going to break yours open?
1: Because I'm going to make an eight inch version of my skull bunny that I made years ago.
2: Oh, nice. Oh, my God. Are you going to
0: send me the plush pieces?
1: Sure. I don't want that part.
0: (gasps) Oh, my gosh. I have officially just had my night made. I can go. I can just hop off here. Go to bed. happy. I just want to know what they feel like because, especially the brain, it looks really soft. Um, but yeah, I have to, you know, of, of all the things that probably came out, this is probably the cutest reveal. The only thing that, like, I really like, especially the top part because the brain and the teeth and the bones are all kind of like separate pieces. I think it, I, I was kind of picturing that the bottom might, like, the organs might have been separate as well, but it looks like they're more just embroidered on the body. I think it would have been cooler if they had more like 3D to them. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's adorable and I love the faces over everything and it's nice and colorful. And so that'd be my only nitpicky thing.
2: I want to know how everything stays in position. I hope it's something that when you don't get shipped and you have to like shake it to make things kind of go back into the place that you want. I hope everything stays exactly in place so you don't have to fiddle with it when it arrives. It looks pretty it's jammed good- in there.
0: I would think that it's like all connected, right? Uh, like it, that the brain there's, there's,
1: and the teeth. The connectors for the Dunny are separating a lot of it into the right positions. So I think it's going to stay pretty much where it is.
0: You're right though. The, the bones are just kind of chilling up in those ears. I don't think they're like.
2: That's what I'm afraid of. Like is, is one going to turn oddly weird? But yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe somehow they're somehow a fix in place. Well, this is this is one I want. I'm gonna be picking it up. I think I heard it's already up for pre-order on a couple of store websites. It's gonna be around fifty dollars, and I think a thousand pieces made. Nice. So that'll be
0: pretty easy to get. Yeah, the, it's so cute. The more I look at it, obviously the face on
2: the brain, like we just talked about, Gary.
0: Two little eyes and a cute face. Boom. And,
2: and it was designed by in-house kid robot designer Johnny Draco. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Kia? Yeah.
0: He's killing it lately. I feel like they're giving him a lot of opportunities, but everything he's done so far, I've really liked.
2: Yeah, I agree. He's doing good. Well done, Johnny. (laughs) So another eight inch. Was it a, was it eight inch or five inch? I know Luke shoes getting another Dunny. Oh yeah. Those are five inch. Those are five inch. Okay. Now that one's getting an entire, that's getting a new head sculpt. So it looks a little more like Luke's work. It's actually called the wannabe uh, Dunny. Uh, so it has more of a bear head on it than the kind of more dunny head. How do you guys feel about that?
0: Well, I know what George is going to say.
2: <laughs> what is George going to say? What am I going to say? I don't,
0: I don't know. I feel like you're going to hate on it. Maybe you will like it because it's mostly dunny shape. I don't know. It's it, it, <laughs> it,
2: it. We should play a game of guess what George is going to say. That's a new game. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Well, it's weird because it's not like heavily sculpted like we were talking about on the City Cryptid. But at the same time, I'm going to contradict myself because the bear head, while it's not that much of a change, at the same time, it is. Like it really... I don't know. it, It doesn't look so much like a dunny anymore.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, the only thing... I actually kind of like the bare head. It feels maybe a little large in a weird sort of way. I haven't quite, adjust- yeah. I haven't quite adjusted to it. But for continuity reasons, Lucius Chu's done dunnies like in 2008. He did an eight-inch one. It was called Blood and Fuzz. It was flocked. Very similar to this one, actually, but the, the blood splatter was like on his face. And then he did a three-inch dunny kind of in the same similar vein. So continuity-wise, I sort of wish the head was the same, but I don't, yeah, no, I don't you could own them all. Them all
3: together, right?
2: Yeah. But on, on the, on the flip side of that, I can understand where Luke shoe collectors would be sort of excited that it has more of a, a bear head that are familiar with, with, with Luke's work.
0: Yeah. I love the
2: different. name. Want to be Dunny Because it is it, does it want to be a Dunny, but it's not quite a Dunny. Does it want to be a Luke piece, but it's not quite a Luke piece. It's somewhere in the middle. Right. So the name seems perfect
0: perfect, yeah. That's a good point. Oh, okay, George, I tried to I tried to say my guess. What do you really think?
1: <laughs> Here's where it all comes down to. It doesn't really matter what it looks like. It's flocked. I'm not getting it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's flocked. Like, it's I, a and good I'm, point. I'm a
1: big fan of Luke's stuff. I'm a big fan of Luke. I, I love the bear. I don't really love the way it looks with Dunny ears sticking out of it. I don't. I think it wrecks the Luke two part of it. But I just I, I hate flock toys, so I won't get it. Yeah, they just I, they're just dust balls. I hate them.
0: Yeah, they're a pain. They're like a maintenance nightmare, and the few flocked things I have, I end up like putting them in baggies or like hiding them in boxes because I don't want
2: to. I don't want them to accrue dust.
1: Seems like an awful way to have your toy on display.
2: Yeah, uh, right. I'm, I'm I'm the same right. with you guys. Like I like the idea of flocked. But at the same time, it just it never seems to last the test of time. It seems like they always just get gross and antique, dirty looking.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had Luke's other Dunnies, and I had them on the shelf, and they end up just getting black. I just there's it's such a waste of my, my money. Yeah. I just I won't get it. I just won't buy them. I don't I don't want a white flocked thing.
2: Yeah, I have two flock toys. One is a um, Timbitskip Tire Lily, and the other one is a Nathan Drevages Davis Owl. Well, you said it right. Uh, D'Avis? <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. No, it's hard to say. But, um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean with the flocking. I, both of those, even though they're not even that old, they just look old, especially the tiger one. It looks like it's like 30 years old.
0: But, I mean, at the same time, I know there's people who are into it, and, I mean, it makes it a f- fuzzy bear, which is kind of fitting,
2: so... But people love flock. The second you mention something's flock, people seemed really excited. So yeah. I mean in that regard, I think this is gonna make a lot of people happy. I was just curious yeah. if you guys what you guys thought of the new head.
1: I don't like yeah. the dunny ears on it. I just I'd rather it not be a dunny. Hmm. I, I like so would... the I like the shape of Luke's design and this is just weird. It's like you took a dunny and slapped a, a Luke head in the middle. Like it's yeah. weird.
0: That's what's that's what I think's throwing me off. Like it's
2: it feels kid bashed.
1: It's just know. out of place. It feels weirdly out of place. Hmm.
0: I it's one of those that it's so such a simple change. Like I, I don't know. It's hard. I it goes back to that debate of like what you were saying about the city cryptic. Just if you're gonna do a sculpt, just go for it. Just do it in your look versus
1: that's the thing though it is like it really that the head shape is right on for the bear right part. but the, and then it's got those dumb dunny ears sticking out of the top so it's like i, I almost wish it didn't have the ears yeah like, like it a was just various. the bear head on the dunny body yeah if i cover the top of the screen like i can look at it like that and like
0: yeah. i like it a
1: lot better like that
0: i see it i'm do. i'm literally you You should see me all right now. (laughs) You all should see what I'm doing. I'm cupping my eye so I can just see without the ears. But you're right, George. I just want little barriers now. Yeah,
2: I agree. It's it's just it feels forced.
1: It's the dunny ears that just kill it
2: for me. Yeah,
0: George, you're like you're a wise old toy. You're just like a wise old toy man. You just know.
1: Why do I got to be old?
0: <laughs> because you <Okay. it> are. I don't know why all go together. You're just a wise toy man.
2: <laughs> so uh, there are other five-inch ones coming out. There's one coming out from Mike Fudge. This one looks really, really great. I really like the way this one turned out. That one's called Kubo. And then there's going to be another one that we saw leaked earlier. This is the one that's going to be coming out in June for Horrible Adorables. And uh, again, it looks beautiful. Horrible Adorables. So I know you're listening it you guys never disappoint. It looks fantastic, and actually, it was Jordan. She mentioned yeah. over on the Marsham Stopping Ground on Facebook that there's going to be three colorways of this Dunny. So I'm excited to see what the other colorways are. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, that Mike makes Fudge. me
1: really excited.
2: What's a Mike Fudge? Yeah, <laughs> he's an artist. It's a guy.
1: I like the sound of it.
2: Have you, have you seen <laughs> you this know Dunny, Jerry?
1: Is it Mike Fudge art on Instagram?
2: Yeah. I like the art. It's really nice. The art's great. I haven't seen yeah. the Dunny yet, but that art is really nice. So, let's see. Let's send you the Dunny.
0: Yeah. Hey, Gary. Yeah. Is this Mike Fudge's first production piece with Kid Robot? Um.
2: Yeah, I believe so.
0: Because I don't think I've ever seen it. I mean, I've seen his work, and I know he's done a lot of customs historically, but I couldn't think of any that had come out with his yeah. stuff. So
2: Yeah. Well, it looks great. I love just the flat gray of it and then you know, little elements of some oh. illustration in there. I think it looks really nice.
0: I think it looks awesome. I agree. I think if you're a fan of his work you're going to be really, really happy. And same with Horrible Adorables. If you're a fan of their work too, I, they're, it's called a curly-horned dunny lope, by the way. Gary. There you
2: go. That's what it was called.
0: What I really like about it, th- obviously the color palette it's like their signature color palette for Horrible Adorables. so I really like that. And I also like the the textures I'm seeing in the paint application.
2: Yeah. Um, a, yeah. It has sort of I, a filthy appearance to it.
0: Yeah. To kind of reflect it. Cause I know we talked about last time when we were, uh, I know we were talking about maybe the reveals of it and we were, you know, the flocking of various colors or trying to use a fabric appearance. This was going to be way too difficult to implement, but they've kind of given the appearance of that through the paint application. So I think that's really cool. I um, feel like he's
2: judging me when I look at it. <laughs> He's he's judging me. I'm feeling a little awkward. He does have, like, this,
0: this look in his eyes like he's displeased with what you've just yeah, done. <laughs> I, I,
2: I feel like I need to appease him. I need to, like, dance or right. something. Make him smile. <laughs> I know. I like the metallic treatment, too. It looks like it has the texture treatment within the, or- the little squiggle on the head and into the horns. It looks like it's like a metallic paint treatment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's got a glimmer, uh, kind of shimmer to it, so... But yeah, I'm I'm really curious now because I really like this colorway. Like I said, it's kind of their traditional sort of palette. So if there's two more, I'm like, "Mm, I'm I'm excited. I really want to see what they're going to be.
2: When to jump in. Because you know me, I I can't have all three.
0: And you know me, I could.
2: (laughs) And I love that there's no sculpting on these. This is straight up Dunny platform, simple. It looks exactly like a Dunny, and they, you know, creatively use the platform. They didn't have to resort to, you know, any sort of sculpting, and that's another thing that I really appreciate about these two.
0: Yeah, I agree. Did you finally find Mike the Mike Fudge Dunny, George?
1: Oh yeah, I saw the Dunny and moved on to Mike Fudge art. His art is awesome. That page is, his Instagram page of art is really good. If anyone hasn't seen it, go to Mike Fudge art because, man, his art's cool. That Dunny. Eh.
2: You guys are tough
1: tonight. I mean, it's fine. It's it's well-representing him as, you know, his art. I just think his 2D art is way better than that, Dunny.
0: I really want to know what the back of it looks like.
1: Why are you so into the backs of things? What are you doing with your toys? Just put it on a shelf and look at the front.
0: Come on, George. I want 360 experience.
1: How often do you look at the backs of your toys, honestly?
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know, but you know it's there. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's nice I, to have like a, like Katie Bolton's you know Kitsune piece. It's it's very cool yeah. to turn around and it's like you're, it's a pleasant surprise to see it back there. But yeah, when I go to display it, I'm probably never going to see the, the backside. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to look at the fox.
0: So here here's the thing: dunnies are kind of one thing, right? But I will say, George, that. I am very particular and I think you would be too as a sculptor. Like I like to be able to display stuff at different angles. So like tilt the head and like, or put it sideways or I don't you know what I mean. Like, so like I have a Dunny or, um the greenie from unbox the greenie and Elfie. It's like a little uh, cute little girl, but she's sitting down with like her arms behind her. So she's kind of laying on the ground. And I really like how I can rotate her head and kind of display her sideways. So, like, I like flexibility in that way where I can kind of, like, angle something or position a certain way on my shelf versus, like, literally having them all totally front-facing. So, like, when you walk by it, you can kind of get a cool glimpse. Like, it's it's frustrating for me when you can't, like, view it well from all angles. Like, especially when people make really big eyeballs, but they put them on, like, the left and right side. So, when you're looking at it from the front, you can't really actually see their face.
3: Right. Yeah. Because,
0: like there are things like that that I think are important to consider, like the angles and the way you can position stuff and display it, giving some flexibility, but you're right. Like I don't typically like turn my toys around and like <laughs> face the backs forward. So
1: actually, while you were talking, I was looking up that cause I never saw the back of that candy Bolton one that we were talking about earlier,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I just looked it up and there's the dunny. It's yeah. on the back.
2: It's on the back side. Yeah. It's like
1: there. that. I like I I would actually display that one backwards because that's way cooler to me I don't know like now that I can see the dunny in it I kind of like that one a little bit more now
2: you're still giving it to me though right
1: yeah I still don't
2: okay thanks (laughs) no take (laughs) backs
1: but I like the I like the way it looks like you know that whole the girl with like look smoke coming out like she's just doing some spells and stuff right Mm -hmm. right and you can actually see where the dunny is inside there so it's kind of cool
0: yeah, I, I think for sure hers is a really creative, just way to do the design. I go back to what you said, Gary. I really think eight inch or five inch treatment for this makes complete sense. It's I would deserving. I would bet
2: money on it. I maybe a couple of them in the series will get that treatment, but if I had to bet money on it, I'm, I'm almost positive one of hers is going or hers is going to get the upscale treatment. Maybe, yeah. maybe Skinner yeah. too. I don't know.
1: Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> No offense, Skinner, I love you and I love the art.
2: Just not that one. Another thing All that right, we else? saw at the Kid Robot booth was a pleasant surprise is Kallus is getting his uh, jumper. If you, anyone who doesn't remember, the jumper was like an impaled rabbit on a, like a post. And the other one is an it's called Ivory, which is kind of like an elephant head with tusks. Those would look like they're going to be set to release in resin. And uh, I think they both look great. So congrats to Kallus.
0: So wait. Kid robots going to create them produce them in resin? That's what I read. Yeah.
2: Interesting. Isn't that pretty rare for them? Um, they've done resin in the past. Yeah, they've done it before. I think it kind of goes with his his style a little bit more cuz his his style feels dark and cold right. a little bit, so like that resin I think applies to his work more so than something light and almost cartoony looking like vinyl can off, often do.
0: Yeah. No, I think, I think resin is a great choice. It's just, I don't know. I just never really realized Kid Robot had worked in resin other than like the, the recent shard dunnies, but I wasn't even sure if Kid Robot had a hand in that.
2: Yeah. They've done some resin leases in the past. Like, all those recent, um, tiny bookends, those were resin. And oh, then okay. actually, you know what? I'm going to send you guys a link because this was <laughs> one of the worst Pieces I've ever seen from Kid Robot, and I think it was kind of their Jump the Shark from So, give me a sec. What? Okay, here we go. It's, it's coming your way, George. Do you remember the? Uh, I don't know. This was probably what I think it says. 2012. The RJK5 Astro Fresh basketball droids that Kid Robot did in resin. Oh, I
1: remember this one. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> how do how do I click it? Wait. I
1: I hate what it.
2: What is this? <laughs> <laughs> this, this piece always sticks into my head. Like, George, you had that statement, like, the what, why the fuck was that made, or whatever you call it? Like, this is that, this was this piece for me when this came out. Like, I don't get it yeah. at all. And maybe it's just because I'm not familiar with the artist. The artist was JK5, and I'm just not familiar with his work. But how do I describe this to the listeners who aren't familiar? This is it's an r 2 2 basketball. But
0: yep. it's not, it's like a <laughs> basketball on a weird stand.
2: <laughs> i Every, don't like everything it. about <laughs> it i don't like about it it's they're trying to it's think of bad. basketball and it looks like r2d2 but it's yeah it's done they it says new york-based Flowbot artist jk5 blends his passion for hoops and a certain george lucas series but yeah you haven't seen me pop up on the waffle group at all teresa
0: heck no I'd, <laughs> and i haven't seen him popped it up really in any groups so anyways, I feel bad for the people that, who have them. That feels
2: like Kid Robot has done resin in the past.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's cool. I didn't I just didn't realize. I mean, obviously they predominantly work in vinyl, but I think that's awesome, especially since it you're right, it matches his aesthetic. So it needs that kind of weight to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's pretty freaking awesome.
2: And speaking of awesome, we got some awesome sponsors. So let's do our little commercial break. And for all your designer toy needs, wants, and desires, we got two awesome stores for you, 3DRetro.com and StrangeCatToys.com. And if you go to StrangeCatToys.com, be sure to use promo code DOPE at checkout, and you will receive 10% off your entire order. And for all your daily designer toy news, be sure to follow and check out SpankyStokes.com and TheToyChronicle.com. All right, let's get back to it. And so moving away from Denny's, we know that Tara McPherson did the Wonder Woman. And so now it looks like Brant Peters is going to get his shot at taking, uh, his interpretation of Harley Quinn. So we saw leaks and sneak peeks of that on the big shot toy works Instagram account. And uh, I like it looks great. Wonderful proportions and nice exaggeration. And
1: yeah, I mean, I think that's the right, that's the right artist to do that figure, you know, like that's Brant's, Brant's girls are you know fit perfectly with that Harley Quinn style
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so I I think that would I think that's definitely I think that's definitely a good fit
2: yeah I just like these these, these proportions are great one thing that always I know a lot of people love the Terry McPherson Wonder Woman but I never got beyond the size of the head I feel like the head was tiny in comparison to the body and that always threw me off but then on the opposite spectrum you got grant doing this humongous head with a tiny neck but for some reason that appeals to me more
0: yeah i i like the way that the like the curves like the the plump thighs and then like mm-hmm. the the big head and the big mallet like i agree i like and I like the dainty feet you know both of us we kind of tend to hate on stands in some way but this is definitely done in the right way. Like mm-hmm. it's not just the base. It's got like a sculpted sort of effect to it. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, it's not a character that I'm particularly super fond of, but I think it's been executed really, really well.
2: Yeah, it's not something I'll buy, but I know it's gonna really excite the uh the Hardy Quinn fans out there.
0: Yeah. I think it's yeah. I really like the proportions and everything and the tasteful boobs is nice.
2: <laughs> not
0: big giant watermelons. Right. So we, I mean we
1: gotta, we gotta crop that and use that again at some point. <laughs> tasteful <laughs> boobs, tasteful <is> nice.
0: boobs. <laughs> but you know, think about it, like anytime you see comic book characters, it just seems like so many times people make these giant honking boobs and I like it. They're just tasteful little boobies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, well done, Grant You have appeased Teresa with your tasteful little boobies. Good job. Yeah. I really like it. It's going to do really great with the DC and Harley Quinn crowd and any fan of brands. I mean, how it's going to do well, I don't know. It's probably not like a designer toy collector thing, but um, it's definitely going to do well with a whole different crowd that's going to introduce new eyes and new collectors to what Kid Robots doing. So that's exactly what they need you know, to be doing. So that's awesome. But let's move on. Is there anything else that we're missing that was seen at the uh, Toy Fair Kid Robots booth?
0: Uh, yes. Can we talk about... The, the, the last really cute thing that I saw.
2: Oh, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, so one of the things I saw from coming from Kid Robot is they're actually doing a Hello Sanrio vinyl miniseries. So, food themed. Uh, huh? It's food themed. It is. It's like the two best things paired together, but it looks like they're taking the Sanrio world and kind of merging it together with food. And um, I don't know, you know. It's like perfect
2: food, cute. How could you hate it? It's great. Hello Kitty Mash with food. I mean, that's that's mass market gold. You're not. That's it, that's a, that's a win win right there.
0: Exactly. You can't hate it. So um, I that'll be one where like all I saw so far of those was just box art, um, like the cases. So um, I didn't see any um, actual figures in any of the photos I saw. So yeah. I'll be keeping my eye out to see if uh, more reveals
2: come, see if uh, they do them well. Yeah. Oh, George, you, are you a fan of Basquiat? Uh,
1: I don't know if I would say a fan of, but I've, you know, watched a documentary on Netflix and, uh, I kind of know, know who he is or was.
2: Okay. Well, he's doing Dunny's Well, he's not alive anymore, but kid robot is, um, using his artwork on as much like they did the Warhol series. Nice, and uh, I'm not. I wasn't really familiar with his artwork beforehand. So when I first saw him, I didn't like him at all. Um, but I'm i adjusted to him. Anyone who's not uh, who's anyone who's a Basquiat fan, they're gonna. I think they'll probably like these.
0: It's it's just hard for me because I'm not. Maybe I'm not very refined, but like I just don't know a lot of fine artists. Like I had no idea who this person was, but. Um, I know there are a lot of people who are fans, so Yeah. Hopefully yeah, I mean, they this is this is one didn't.
1: of those times kinda like the Warhol Dunnies where it's just like you got the Dunny platform as your canvas and you're just slapping slapping art on it. Uh, this isn't yeah, I'm I not agree. I'm not I'm not a dunny enough collector. I'm not an, an Igor Ventura. What was his name? Was that right? Igor? Yeah, I'm not I'm not an Igor. I don't have every Dunny. I'm not gonna like <laughs> this this one's not this isn't a, this isn't for me.
2: I wonder if even Dunny fans you got to cut the cord at some point like do you go into these artist series of this sort of stuff cause, or do you like it mainly where it's like independent living artists doing it cuz I feel like do you think that Warhol and Basquiat like is this what they would do if given the opportunity to do a, a Dunny series with Kid Robot is this what they would have done or is this just maybe that doesn't even matter
1: I don't think that matters yeah. this is this is to get Dunny into uh Museums museum gift shops. This is a way to make Dunny a relevant piece for as, as an art piece.
3: Yeah. So yeah.
1: this, the level, the level of this, when it's in a museum gift shop means that Dunny is art. And that means that when, you know, squink does a Dunny, his Dunny is now also art.
0: So you think it's like a, a marketing play?
1: Oh, for sure. That's what, I mean, that's, this is just a way to reach a new audience of people who collect art, it's going to open them up to what is this little thing? Like, oh, I like Basquiat. I'm at the museum and I like, you know, I've just went to this Basquiat display and now I can buy this little piece of Basquiat art for $10. Like, what, and then it's like, oh, what are these little, you know, what are these little toys? Like, what is, or what is this little art object? And then they look them up online when they get home and then they find everyone else's and they're like, oh, I like this art too. Now this is art and it goes next to my Basquiat and my Andy Warhol. Like, and it makes it art it's it's makes it makes it relevant to what it's supposed to be,
3: yeah,
2: and that's what we need we need to tap into that market so it's it's a great approach
1: yeah i mean it's it's definitely not it's it's definitely not gonna be for everybody you know it's it's not gonna be for the people who like you know cute little cartoony things it's not gonna be the teresas out there yeah. buying this thing, but you know that's not who it's aiming for
2: so speaking yeah. of cute and cartoony things. Let's, George, check Thea the link. It's this one is called Rechild. Have you seen this one, George? Oh Jesus! Uh, I
0: have
1: not, but I'm in love with it.
2: <laughs> okay, so I need to know what. What do you like about it?
1: What don't Wait, I like? Do you about actually it? like it? <laughs> oh my God! I would buy this in a heartbeat. For what? George, <laughs> okay, explain
2: it. it to me as someone I don't understand. What? What is it that you're liking about it?
1: Uh, I like the color, I like the creep I like the uh, uh, It's it's. I don't know, They're, like everything about it Look at the guy on the end, he's obviously dead His hands are draped down <laughs> Like he's not even trying Anymore to get out of that situation
2: <laughs> What do you think The story behind this <sighs> is? I mean this is, is it is it is No it pun about-
1: intended, behind this
2: <laughs> Okay w- Wait a minute though, is it
0: those about- who may not so for those who may not have seen this this is literally like if you've seen if you've heard of human centipede it's basically that but with children it's it's like
1: no no those heads are not connected at the anus they are up inside of it
2: which is even worse (laughs) i feel like is it a statement about cloning maybe
1: i i don't i don't care what the statement is it's going on my shelf right next to that jermaine um, rogers like pig boy is
2: jess home i need to <laughs> talk to her about
0: i this. cannot <laughs> believe you want to buy this george it's like the most disturbing toy i've ever seen
1: uh, i think it's amazing look at that first um, guy's face like i wish he i wish it was painted a little more like the art on the box like with that like almost like like pastel-y yeah. skin, like see-through pastel into the pink, but like I don't know, like obviously I like the art better. I think it's funnier, but the the sculpt is fine.
2: Huh? Well, I, I'm surprised. And, I didn't know if you were gonna like this or not because Teresa loves it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. This is this is just my new favorite toy. I want to buy a million of them and just line them on my wall. This is like the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs>
1: It is super I mean,
0: creepy too. I just can't. I mean, from an art perspective, like I set aside all my feelings. It is a really cool art piece, like the sculptural quality of it. But it's just so not me. <laughs> it's just so
1: I, I, now that I look more and more at the picture of the uh, like on the box, yeah. I really like. They didn't really nail it. Like there, there's so much more subtlety in the
2: picture. Yeah, I agree.
1: Like just. The shocking look mm-hmm. on the front guy's face.
2: In the the, like, yeah, the, the the weight of the last character with the like the, the bent knees, you can actually sense the weight of that um, yeah. Yeah, on the on the legs. And so yeah, there's some stuff missing in the sculpt, but yeah. it's definitely a conversation well, piece.
0: It's it's missing some of that emotion, especially the like middle one with the hand like reaching out. Yeah. The one in the sculpt just looks like it's raised. It doesn't <laughs> Yeah, like it, it it's missing some of that emotion. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the subtlety in the sculpt is not there. The 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 nuance of the of the sculpt is not there. It's it's kind of a cartoony version of it.
0: Yeah. But well, hey George, we're clearly not, you know, we're totally
1: <laughs> Come on, we already knew our our world of toy buying was very different.
0: I know. So. I just I, I I from everyone I've heard talk about this piece, I at least from what I've seen, no one has really liked it. So you're the first one I've heard who have actually said they want to get it.
1: Oh my god, I would definitely still buy it, even though the even though the sculpting is subpar, I would still buy it.
2: So I know, for, like, there are a lot of different people. I was scouring the uh, the comments, and Clutter Magazine was the one that posted it first. And you know, it's it's produced by MindStyle Style Worldwide. It looks like it was seen at the Toy Tokyo booth at Toy Fair. But you know, a lot of the comments, you know, some people feel it's just it's pedophilia material and then other people like i don't think it's pedophilia but i
1: didn't see it as children at all like i don't i don't even see it as it's not children to me
2: yeah not really to me either but i can see where people would have take issue with it in that regard though
1: none of those none of those shapes look like children that that is and then when you see the head of the first guy he's obviously an alien creature
2: (laughs) oh obviously
1: (laughs) so like I think, I mean, I guess maybe because it's called Rechild, maybe that's, maybe I missed that part of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, you... I don't like, I think I don't like the name of it, but. All right, then, now like, I hate it. I don't know what the story is. There's I'm definitely... out. No, you can't do that just because of the title. I got to go out. I
1: didn't know it was children. I thought it was like, I didn't look like children to me in the sculpt. Okay. Yes, but. Yeah, those, but legs. those aren't kid legs.
2: What? what is, it what is, it, okay. It's like, a, it's a what is it trying to What? What yeah, like Gary, I want to know like what is this I don't know what the story is. I was thinking Just it was cloning. Don't... I don't but I don't know.
0: I is it like I don't know, I feel like it's something about like trapped in the world or unable to see the real something. I don't know. <laughs>
2: And I don't even know who the artist is. To be honest with you, I don't know too much about this piece. I'm sure it was a talk of of Toy Fair, though. I'm sure it was.
0: Was Was someone joking in the group when they said Ron English? Oh, did I misinterpret misinterpret that?
2: No, that's not Ron English. That doesn't look Ron English. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's Ron. Okay, English. I, well, he and I are not on a first name basis. I don't think it's Ron English. <laughs> <laughs> You're all allowed right. to like it, George. I love that George's first reaction was that he loved it, but the title is what turns turns him off now.
0: You can just ignore the title. If you like it, George, you're allowed to like it.
2: It's just so creepy. <laughs> Do you think Jess would like it?
1: No. She's not here to be able to give her opinion, so we'll have to ask her next week.
2: Okay. Well, let's move on. Another uh, booth that had a lot of stuff to show at Toy Fair was Super 7, and they were loaded up and all sort of – licensed goodies they got um geez it's uh, so much stuff in the pipe uh the pipeline a bunch of reaction figures it looks like there's going to be universal monsters misfits teen wolf which i'm excited about i love teen wolf when i was a kid teen wolf teen wolf teen wolf with michael j fox surfing on, on I the know top what of the teen truck. Wolf
1: is i just I got to see the pictures now
2: Oh, I don't think they had them yet. I think it was just saying that they're going to, you know, it's something in the works. I think they just had like a little uh. a little signage saying some a uh, Breakin' Robocop. So that's some, some uh, reaction figures that we can look forward to coming out. Then it looks like they're going to be doing um, Keshi Surprise Blind Boxes. So they're called Keshi, uh, Keshi Surprise. And they got a couple of licenses going on with that one. She is uh one of them. And then Pee Wee's Playhouse. Those look really fun. I like those ones a lot. I don't collect Keshi, but the Pee Wee Playhouse yeah, so- ones might draw me in a little bit.
0: What is Keshi? I've never heard of that.
1: George, take it. Uh, Keshi is like the, like muscle men, like little, little mini rubber guys.
0: Oh, okay. So is it, it's referencing the size of them?
1: It's referencing like that. Like,
0: the I don't know if it's.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it means oh, crap. We should go. Where's the, where? Where are any of those um, clutter magazines from any convention? They always have the oh. definition inside of it.
2: No, I got one right here. Let me look it up.
1: Um, the, the actual definition of Keshi, I don't know because uh, I don't care to pay attention to things. But basically, what it's referencing is any figure that's like a little muscle man style, like little little rubber guys are basically Keshi.
0: Okay, so okay, so they're going to be like really small.
1: Yeah, all those little, like, all the, you know, the Super 7, like, uh, they did, like, oh, the MFG's. aliens, like, yeah, like, OMFG or, like, the aliens they did. They were, like, the small little rubber guys they did. Um, what, what are the other ones they, they released? I can't remember now. Right,
2: so, here, I got the actual definition from Clutter Magazine. So, Kishi, or Kishigumo, is the Japanese literal term for eraser but within designer toys it refers primarily to micro or minifigures cast in colored hard gum a recognizable example of these rubber-like figures is what you mentioned george the muscle toy line of the 80s oh cool well that seems kind of
0: fun
1: i never knew that that was the uh, word for eraser that's why there's always that eraser material all the japanese ones
2: mm-hmm.
1: i hate the eraser material version
2: yeah i'd much rather it just be like a toy
1: I just wanted to be PVC. So does that mean cuz this isn't this isn't part of their muscle line, right? This is their this is their Keshi surprise.
2: Yeah, their blind box series. I don't know if it's different than the muscle figures, but this is their Keshi surprise blind box series.
1: So now does that mean that they will be more like the rubber eraser stuff that Japan puts out? Is this are they going to emulate that Keshi eraser feel?
2: Um you know what? I th- I probably think so. Like Brian Flynn is the owner and founder of um, super Seven, like he, he's a super nerd. I don't know him that well, but I do know he likes to do things right and get it right. So if this is a throwback thing, he is going to make it exactly like whatever he's throwing back to. So I, yeah, you're probably right. It'll probably be Japanese.
1: Yeah, because that's definitely in Japan. It's a very different feeling <laughs> minifigure than in the U.S.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And the Japanese ones are always that. It's just a whole different feel. So it would be interesting to see if they're going to do if they're going to go that route and actually do the different the Japanese version for their Kashi surprise rather than the the U.S. muscle version.
2: That's a good question. Uh, well, maybe we'll find out soon.
0: Yeah, I mean, if that's what they're intended to be, I would think it would make sense to align, it, especially to separate it from the other lines they're already doing. So.
2: Yeah. Well, since we don't know too much about it, let's move on. So another thing that I saw at Toy Fair at the Super 7 booth being leaked was they're doing this thing called Super Buckets, which seems like it's going to be like licensed Halloween buckets. And uh, the one that I saw that looks really cool is their um, Universal Monsters candy buckets. And they look awesome. I I want all of them. Well, maybe not all of them, but definitely want a couple of them.
0: Yeah, those looked right up your alley, Gary, because I know you talked about those masks used to get they just seem um in line with your aesthetic you like
2: yeah i like them I, I, I just like halloween i i don't know it's just that sort of nostalgia it just reminds me of my childhood i've never you know i also like universal monsters hence why i did the monster totem and stuff so yeah this is up my alley i like these
0: i like them too i mean they're, they got like a really good old school vibe to them like i feel like i could have bought this bucket growing up mm-hmm yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't it's it doesn't look like the crappy plastic pumpkins that you know, the nonsense that you can go out and get today. They're really cheapy
2: gross. Like I
0: like the paint effects. I like the the look and feel. Like I it would be cool to carry one of these around.
2: Do you think it's going to be on the more affordable side? Do you think these are going to be really mass produced being as Universal Monsters or do you think it's going to be more on the extremely limited side to where it's gonna probably have a thirty or fifty dollar price tag. I
0: don't know I, I kind of hope maybe somewhere in between, but I could see kids carrying this, but I also could see me like buying one to be my candy bucket to hand candy out of mm-hmm. and like reusing it every year.
1: Yeah, how much would you pay for
2: one, Gary? I like would what
1: talk- would be your price point where it would break you and be like, I really like these, but I, I can't do it.
2: I think more than thirty five would break me. I'd be surprised if it it was more than that. Yeah, if it pushed the $40 mark after tax and shipping, I'd probably be out. Which one's your favorite? Frankenstein. Of the four. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Frankenstein and then probably Wolfman after that. I like the Lagoon guy. (sighs) Yeah, he's cool. I I like to customize him. I don't necessarily, I'm not in love with that, the creature look of that one but I love Wolfman and Frank. The mummy does nothing for me.
0: Yeah, he's that one's my least favorite. I really
2: like the blue, the Frankenstein,
0: the fact that it's not green.
2: Oh, look at that. I can see on the shelf below it. They got an alien bucket and Transformers. So oh, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be Decepticons and Optimus Prime heads, too. So these are called Super that Buckets. Alien, that alien
0: is pretty sweet. Huh. Very cool. Yeah.
2: Well, then that means there's even more. So who knows
0: what else they're whipping up because they
2: may have even more than the seven they're showing. Uh, super seven has so much stuff in the works Like the reactions are so many reactions. It seems like they've they got planet of the apes and uh, universal monster series. And I already mentioned some of the other ones. Um, so then they're going to be doing more muscles of masters of the universe. And actually some of the um, artists in the designer toy scene, some of the names that are working with super seven on these licensed products are names that we're familiar with, like um, Jeremy model. He uh, he helped with a couple of these lines. He helped with the the um, Master of the Universe muscle figures, and he also helped with. Uh, what was the other one he helped out with? Was it Hellboy? Yeah, the the second series of the Hellboy reaction figures. I don't know if he was just project managing or designing or sculpting. I don't know how much he had his hand in it, but he definitely mentioned he's working on them. Um, Seriously, silly K, she's been working on probably some of these catchy ones and some, definitely some of the muscle ones, which lines I'm not exactly sure. And even Brant Peters mentioned he was doing some, some work for their legends of the Luca Libre series. Cool. Lucha. Lucha? Yeah. Lucha Libre. Yeah.
0: And I know super seven and some of this stuff is just a little bit outside of, you know, my, my collector realm. So I'm not as good as following it, but, um, is it Jeff or Geoff, Gary? <laughs>
1: it's so definitely Jeff. Jeff. I it's don't even like know Jeff. who you're talking about yet, but it's definitely
2: Jeff. <laughs> well, okay, but George's brother's name they're... is Geoff, so it's definitely Jeff. There's,
0: well, there's lots of there's lots of Jeffs at work, and to help separate them, one of them spells his Jeff, G- you know, G E O F F. So they call him Geoff, so they know that they're, <laughs> they're talking to him. Yeah. So I think I just have that stuck in my head, but. But Jeff Maxfield, you know, he he made a really good comment, I thought, in the stomping ground that, you know, from his perspective, he thought they had a pretty good showing. And he was really excited to see that they got control of the reaction series back and that Silly's going to do the sculpts and um, that, you know, he seems really excited to see that happen versus have Funko having control. So um, I do think that's really cool to hear all those artists come in to play. And um, I know they'll, they'll do it all justice and, and do a really good job sculpting yeah. all this. There,
2: so and they're picking some of the more obscure things that you would never really think of like one i just saw one now and i'm really so I, I haven't bought any reaction figures yet but i might pick these ones up as long with the teen wolf ones the uh the ghost and goblins based on the video game series these look awesome
1: oh and the peewee's playhouse cashy no. surprise those are good aren't they yeah chicky babies in there
0: <laughs> is all of it okay so like some of the things that y'all are talking about, like the thing you just mentioned, Gary, I have no idea what it is. So, I like, are these ones? geared towards – are these, like, geared towards, like, the 80s?
2: Yeah. So, well, here's the thing. So, again, Brian Flynn of Super 7, they, you know, their motto is basically that they grew up with, like, monsters and comic books and punk and all of this sort of stuff. But no one made what they wanted, so they make it themselves. So, you know, Brian's probably late 40s, in his 50s. So, you know, he, he grew up in the 80s, late 70s. So, yeah, he's going to be making things that he grew up with, which is Transformers and G.I. Joes and He-Man and Robotech and all that stuff. So, so yeah, he's making stuff that we can assimilate to some light, too. Not you. Know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he's yeah. like 10 years past your timeline.
2: Yeah.
0: It's just I, like whenever you all talk about some of these things, I'm like, I like I don't know what these things are. And I don't know if it's just me being a noob and like I'm just living in a rock, under a rock or if it's just because like I literally wasn't born yet. So
2: I just don't
1: Yeah, know. it's it's you weren't born yet. I mean chances are you don't know who King Diamond is, right?
2: Yeah, no, I have no idea what that is. Yeah.
1: I'm
2: I'm going to mention six movies to you and you tell me if you've seen any of these. Have you ever seen Rocky? Okay. Yes, I don't know which one, but yes. Okay. Have you ever seen Army of Darkness? Nope. Carrie.
0: I think that's a scary movie. I don't think I've seen it, but I know why my mom has talked about it. Robocop. Uh, yes, I think I actually have seen
2: that one. What about breaking? No, I have
0: no idea what that
2: is. Okay. It's an an awesome breakdancing movie from the eighties. Uh, (laughs) and Teen Wolf, of course, I'm sure you've seen Teen Wolf. If not, that's going to be my pick for March movie of the March. I don't think I've seen it, Gary. All right, we're gonna we're gonna turn on some Teen Wolf. So we're gonna get some boof in your life.
1: Maybe that should we should have a double feature because we missed January. So I think maybe we need to catch up and okay. you do Teen Wolf and Legend. I like
2: it, Teen Wolf and Legend. Because we did
1: say there were gonna be twelve movies total for
2: you. Okay. So there you go for this is, month, Teen Wolf and Legend. Is this Teen Wolf? Anything like the MTV series? Not, not. Do not watch the MTV series. I
1: haven't seen it. Actually, no. You know what? Watch the TV series 2 afterwards just for fun because it's actually pretty good.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I actually started watching it because I forget if it was Hulu or Netflix, but one of those had it, and I had to stop because it got too scary.
1: (laughs) Well, the original Teen Wolf is not going to be scary and not at all like that in any way, shape, or form. Just the names. Okay. Yeah. I will. So
0: I have. Shoot, I already lost my tab. The
2: legend. Okay, legend. Just legend
1: and Teen Wolf. And Teen Wolf.
2: <laughs> An original Teen Wolf. Don't go. You gotta go, Michael J. Fox, Teen Wolf. Don't do Jason Bateman, Teen Wolf. Michael J. Fox, Teen Wolf. Actually, watch both. Eighty-five. No, <laughs> do, <laughs> do not watch the second one. No. Come on, it's still good. In a terrible way, sure.
0: <laughs> let me let me pace myself. I'll start with the first.
2: So, anyways, if if you're a fan of Transformers, Super Seven's going to have you cover in the future. They're coming out with super deformed keychains of Transformers. They're, uh, Transformers is going to be in their Kishi Surprise blind boxes. But they're also doing this new line, another line called um, Super Cyborg Collection. And, again, I was a Transformers kid growing up. That was American toys. I, you know, I watched the American cartoons. So I think this is actually a throwback to something that I'm not really that familiar with. Um, but they're doing a line called the Super Cyborg Collection. I believe it's a throwback to the Takara line of the Henshin Cyborgs. Um, so it's Optimus Prime and Megatron. They have, like, clear chest. It's going to show the underworkings and all that sort of stuff. So the fans who know what that stuff is and what they're referring to, they're going to be super excited that Brian and Super 7 are behind this line because um, they're going to do it right. But that's it. I think we've covered Toy Fair.
0: No, wait. Can I talk about... <laughs> Just one non-designer toy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't designer toys or anything. It's plush related. So Jess is probably going to hate on a George, because she said she's anti-plush. But there is this line of pillows I found called Squish Mallows. And they are these egg-shaped pillows. And they make them in different animal characters. But they are seriously the softest pillows I have ever felt. They are are, like velvety soft and the material inside is ridiculously soft. And I actually had seen them months ago at Walgreens and they had some base characters like a penguin and a hedgehog and all of that. But apparently it's like Hatchimals all over again, Gary. Like they are the bee's knees. Like they sell out super quick and are super hard to get a hold of in stores. They just started our, I guess Walgreens is getting ahead of the game, and they had some Easter ones coming out, and I was able to find one at Walgreens. I totally bought it, and it's like the best thing I've ever bought, like best $13 I've ever spent. I lay on it all the time. It's super cute, but what was super exciting is they had a bunch of leaks themselves at Toy Fair for all these new ones they're going to make, and they're going to have some Halloween ones, and oh my God, there's this... Adorable Frankenstein one with the cutest little face on it. I, I died inside when I saw it. I want it so bad.
1: How do we find a picture of
0: them? Instagram. Uh, their username is just
2: Squishmallows. Sent you a link. Okay. How big are these pillows?
0: They they've got like different sizes, like a small, a medium, and a large. The medium's my favorite because it's like a perfect pillow size, like a normal kind of pillow size to lay your head on. The small ones are really more like a toy that you'd hug, like a teddy bear kind of thing. And then the big ones, I just think, are just, like, absurdly large, like a, like an oversized pillow.
1: They almost look oh. like KVs.
2: Yeah, they do. It almost looks like a cross between a, a KV and a Squishimal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a mass market KV.
0: But it's awesome. Like, I really wish I could somehow.
1: How awesome it is.
2: Come on, George.
1: <laughs> Let's settle down on how awesome this is. <laughs>
2: Slow like down. they're so cute. And no, they're, they're cute, but they're also, they're kind of on the generic side, though. There's not much designer to it.
0: I, I mean, I know they're not designer toys, and I know they're not art or whatever, but the thing I like about them is that they're cute, but they're, they do their job. A lot of times when you buy pillows that are decorative in some way, Yummy World, for example, like, sometimes a lot of the things they make aren't really pillows like the french fries like i'm not gonna lay my head on that french fry these function both as something really cute on my couch but also really functional and really soft
2: to lay on yeah no i get it you like the functionality just of it. Saying. we're yummy I mean, world trying to just be more of like a plush toy just something that looks good but not necessarily something that you would probably rest your head on um but out of all these these ones that you're showing us the Halloween ones, i like the frankenstein and the vampire i mean they're a little on the generic side i guess but all the other ones I'm looking at are just kind of, meh. I mean, they're, they are pre-
0: I mean, I, I get it. There, there's she nothing special. <laughs> huh?
2: I can't believe we're even talking about these.
0: Well, you can cut it if you
2: want, <laughs> if it's that bad, Gary. They have
1: 10,500 followers on Instagram. They deserve to be talked about.
2: They do. They're good. But they're Y'all simple can- in design. I'm gonna like I'm um, going to buy them. No, they're not, it's not that they're bad. It's just, I think. You know how when Squishmoles did the Whirlables with Andrew Bell? So yeah. I think yeah. that's what I would like to see with the Squishmallows. Like, what if these ended up in the hands of, like, an Andrew Bell and you got, I, like, a, like, a more designer? Because yeah. essentially what you guys are talking about, these are KVs, and we saw how many amazing artist edition KVs that we saw coming out. So I don't see why they couldn't do some really cool, like, um, collaborations with different artists, and that would be something I'd be interested in. Now you
0: got me all excited. I think you need to... A- you know, give them a little email and get a cute little looper looper squish them all. I'll do that. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, let's do it. So let's wrap it up. George, you have a nice weekend with your mom. I know she's in town. Thank you. Teresa, I don't know what you're doing this weekend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually started dog training again with
2: Bailey. So okay, we'll be I, doing that. Nice. And I, uh, I got some some side work I gotta wrap up. So until our next transmission, We're
0: skipping our outros.
2: No, let's not do it. Let's just let's just stop talking about where they can find us. Do we have to do that anymore?
1: What if it's someone's what? very first time they're hearing the show? Uh, unfortunately, because this is a terrible one to be the first show on, because we just talk about things you can't see.
2: Not our finest hour. But
1: uh, <laughs> so if this is your first time listening, we apologize. We're usually better than this, slightly. and uh we do this every week not because we have to but because we're idiots
0: (laughs) we're (laughs) still skipping our outros
2: all right each of you take a brief moment and let people know where they can find you george go first you can find
1: me at double g toys on instagram even though i don't post much
2: (laughs) teresa
0: you can also find me on instagram at tm hawk 24
2: And I'm Gary Ham. Gary Ham on Instagram or superham.com. So until our next transmission, we're signing off. Bye.